Well, what is up, Cody the producer man? Just back in the office today, the brand new office, our studio. <laughs> it's uh, still a little makeshift till we get done building. Yeah, it is makeshift, but hey, it's part of growth, right? It's part of growth, growing pains. I'm but excited because we're actually going to build a suite studio specifically for voiceovers for the marketing company, and we'll get to do uh, Tour 12 stuff in there yeah, as well. The podcast gets the benefit of it, right? Absolutely. Anyway, we're excited about today's show. This is a little different intro than what we would typically do because... Tell them why, Cody. Dude, we had a lot of fun last night. We actually got to go to one of the local sports uh, restaurants, bars and grills here in town. And uh, they had live music and they let us open for the live music last night. I didn't the, think about that. that with was the our, podcast. That yeah. was our first opening act. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. It was a lot of fun, man. A lot of people. Um, of course, we're still with a lot of COVID restrictions, you know, all yeah. across the United States. So it was limited in the amount of people that could be there, but... There were a lot of folks there. Room was pretty full. There was a good energy, and we got to interview. Pretty full. It was packed to capacity. Well, I mean, yeah. Which you're about to hear in a few minutes. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was awesome. cool. I think, I think first of all, we need to thank uh, Doug and Stacy and the whole team Absolutely. at Old Bank. Not only, I, I mean, first of all, they have a great, great restaurant. Yeah. That, jala, that jalapeno bun on that burger is so good. <laughs> but second of all, they have an incredible atmosphere. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and they're really – I like it. It's downtown in Russellville, so it creates a, a really good vibe, yeah. you know, if you go down there just to hang out and yeah. uh, be with friends, you know. Yeah, so this episode is with two individuals who are literally walking across the country. No joke. Ray, walking yeah, on their feet. I, we said that right. They've been through multiple pairs of shoes. They've got two dogs, and they've got a cart. <laughs> named Timmy. <laughs> named Timmy. The cart's named Timmy. And over the last few days, we've got to hang out with them a little bit and have lunch a couple of days, and it's been an absolute joy just getting to know these guys. Yeah. Um, Matt and Grace, they're incredibly authentic people. They're very passionate about what they're doing, which is traveling the country by foot, but right. more importantly, raising money for Time in a Bottle, yeah. which is Grace's nonprofit organization, her mom's nonprofit right. And so it was an absolute blast, and we don't get to do this very often. Hopefully, like we'll get this. to do it more. Yeah, it this, was, as much fun as we had, I, I sense it could lead to other opportunities. Yeah. If we do it a few more times, we're going to have to get us some roadies. <laughs> get some roadies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were setting up and tearing down and working with the band and yeah. getting the stage set up. It was an incredible night. Um, it, was, it was super cool. We don't actually mention this in the podcast because we didn't know at the time, um, but last night we were able to raise a good chunk of change. Um, yeah, through, we did through the restaurant, the restaurant, yeah. you know, and then also we uh, sold Go Remote hats. Yeah, we did. Donated all the proceeds, so we sold hats. We obviously did the podcast, and then just the the crowd from uh, the old bank there last night got into oh, it. Oh man, they and, did support them. It was awesome. Yeah, and 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 at the end of the night, man, we were able to raise over three thousand yeah. dollars for those guys to go oh. towards their cause. And on top of all that, it was just an absolute blast. Yeah. And so we wanted to just kind of open this up because this is different than what we would typically do on a podcast, mainly because it was a live event. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to jump over to that live event. Did you have anything else you want to say? No, man, let's get to it. All right. So we're going to jump over to that live event at the Old Bank in downtown Russellville with Matt and Grace. And this is That Conversation. You're listening to the Tour 12 Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Heath Graham, alongside Cody Berry and Brandon Hunt. And we'll take you on a 12-month tour of occupationally living your passion in business, leadership, and life. The Tour 12 Podcast <laughs> is being presented by Expedition Enterprises. 
Oh, what is up, Cody, the producer man? What's up, Jay Heath Graham? How you doing tonight? We are live in hey, your hometown. This is the real deal, bro. Russellville. <laughs> like, you, you can't make any mistakes tonight. This is live. Hey, I hit the record button. That's what matters, Did right? You? Yeah. This is actually live audience. This is not normal. <laughs> I know it's different, but and it's so good. We are super pumped. Hey, there's that audience participation. Hey, real quick, just so people don't know we're live. We are live in our hometown, downtown Russellville. Are you here? Yeah. So, we're going to have to do this more often. It's Doug, fun. This might be a good idea. Can you get some more celebrities lined up? <laughs> yeah, Will Wetzel. Will Wetzel. You, can join, you can join the podcast, Will. Yeah. Anyway, we are super pumped. So what we do is part of the Tour 12 podcast is we travel all over the country. And when we have the opportunity, we love to sit down and talk with people and interview people who are occupationally basically living their passion. And, um, and so we've come across just randomly this week another couple who's on tour. Not like I would tour. No, their tour is... I'm going in a bus or a car or a plane. These jokers are on foot. (laughs) And so let's give a warm welcome to Matt and Grace from the Golden Road. (laughs) Which which I found out today, this is their first podcast. Yep. Won't be the last. No, I bet everywhere you go from now on, somebody's going to ask. <laughs> Just remember where we started. This oh, is the yeah. first. Well, I mean, you're halfway between, but still, <laughs> this is where we started. So, man, it's such an honor and pleasure for you guys to hang out with us for a little bit here in Russellville. And um, obviously, you know, it, it's been a warm welcome. It's a lot of people here are following your story. And I've traveled a lot in my life, but I've never walked from California to South Carolina. Anybody ever tried that? I haven't tried that. <laughs> And so um, it's super awesome to have you guys joining us tonight just for an hour or so here to sit. And yeah, thanks for having us. We're pumped. Yeah, I hear a little bit about your story. I know the audience wants to hear a little more in depth about your story. And so give us just, just a little bit of background, like wh- how you guys met. Let's start there, and we'll slowly kind of go it through away. the... Yeah, so we met at our best friend's wedding in Spokane, Washington. We didn't know each other, so I was the best man. We were dating other people also. <laughs> <laughs> yes that's how it goes yeah grace was the maid of honor and uh yeah the day i met her i i fell for her it started with me asking him to open every white claw i had <laughs> <laughs> the first time i met grace she was eating turkey off of a plate wearing some sweats and a long baggy t-shirt and this sounds like a great movie <laughs> <laughs> i get really nervous so i just start eating i wasn't even hungry i was just looking in the fridge for whatever i could get i was like he is attractive and tall <laughs> and then uh after the wedding, as soon as I got home, I broke up with my girlfriend, and I was writing Grace some love letters, some poems, and I said, hey, I got to fly to Iowa and convince you to move to California. I thought he was kind of crazy. And at the time, so my brother lives in Portland, <laughs> and I went with the guy I was dating at the time to go visit my brother in Portland, and I was getting these love letters, and I'm sitting in the bathroom like, what in the world is going on right now? My life is turning crazy but for the better obviously (laughs) anyways i i ended up getting her to come down to california um i flew down we went to the iowa state fair we came up i think with our name the golden road the first day day, um i told her i loved her i said you got to come down to california and here we are now wow (laughs) golly it didn't quite happen like that for me but <laughs> that's cool i mean it's cool so okay yeah lucky so so fast forward a little bit you guys meet at a wedding you you meet each other you obviously had had some feelings for each other how do you go from 
we like each other to I think it's a great idea we should just walk across the country <laughs> well we're kind of crazy foot. already but Matt read a book yeah it was called uh, gosh darn it what's it called uh not awake the shake the sleeping to, to self. shake the sleeping self by jebediah jenkins so he bicycled from um oregon down to south america and his parents the first couple chapters were, were how his parents walked across the united states and i thought that'd be cool so i i just brought it up to grace the next day after at like reading 7 a.m <laughs> and when i got home she's like yeah i got a game plan we're gonna raise money and awareness for the nonprofit time in the bottle let's do it i said awesome okay and that was it. That's yeah. just kind of how we work. We just kind of... <laughs> just move. Wow. Yeah. And so that was in January. So we started game planning, you know, what we'd have to do. Um, it ended up being October 2nd when our apartment lease ran out uh, that we were going to leave and sold all of our stuff, sold our cars. <laughs> yeah. And I here mean, we are yeah. in Russellville. Life's, <laughs> walking. Life's pretty simple, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's incredible, man. So, so you guys are traveling the country you mentioned time in the bottle let's let's go back there for the yeah. the wine you're doing what you're doing it's yeah. not it obviously you're having a good time having yeah. fun it's challenging we'll get into that but there actually is a reason to do what you're doing right now give us a little background on that yeah so time in a bottle was actually started by my mom because my brother had cancer when he was 11 and so she had to quit her job because she needed to find a way to make money but still go to all of his appointments and stuff so she started cleaning homes and then once he got better, she had all these clients, and she was like, well, this is working. I'm going to start a cleaning company. But the community had come together so amazingly to help our family, and so she wanted to find a way to give back. And she understood, you know, when a child or anyone has cancer, cleaning the house is like the last thing on your mind, but it's so important. And so um, she started Time in a Bottle to clean homes for children battling life-threatening illnesses for free. And it's a 501c3 nonprofit, and right now it's just in Cedar Rapids. But... Our goal is that we'll spread enough awareness and raise enough capital that people can be helped out all over the United States getting their house clean yeah. and stuff. That's cool. And each family gets <laughs> yeah. each family gets five free cleans, and they can choose those based on like when they get done with um, chemotherapy, uh, whenever they need it, which would be the best time for the house to be, you know, sanitary. That is really cool. Yeah. So just for reference, so you guys know the audience, these guys are, your goal is to raise half a million dollars. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Wow. It's kind of a up what there a goal, task. but you never know. You don't know who you're going to meet. So yeah, we've raised, we're up to 29,000, yeah. which yeah. is great. I mean, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. cool. I mean, if you can get this audience to drink enough, we can get another couple <laughs> yeah, hundred thousand. <laughs> Probably tonight. <laughs> Well, man, you guys have a, an incredible story. I know you're, you're kind of halfway through the journey or whatever, but you've inspired a lot of people already. Just so our, our audience knows, the, just TikTok alone, you're getting videos with 3 million views, and people are like, what in the world, and just following your story. What's that, what's that been like for you? Uh, it's really amazing. I mean, yeah. just how many people reach out to us saying, you've encouraged me to go on a walk today or to, I don't know, try a little harder at something or to do something outside my comfort zone. That's just really cool to know that, we are inspiring them to do that just by being positive and, I don't know, being happy. Yeah, and I mean, when so when I flew down and I convinced Grace to come out, it was either when I was there or when she just got down to California and we said, hey, we want to, we came up with a mission statement because we knew what we wanted to do. We knew we loved traveling. Uh, we loved exploring. And then find love in the little things is our main thing. We try to kind of preach and live by and just be authentic and be genuine. And it's been cool to watch how, we're just being ourselves, you know, like, yeah, we're walking and stuff, but there's, there's a lot of people doing a lot harder things in life. Um, and it's been cool to see people stop us on the road and say, 
start crying, you know, like you've helped me so much through hard times. It's it's kind of indescribable, you know. But yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, you mentioned that the other day. Yeah. That people would walk up and start crying. And yeah. Like, you're like, dude, we put our jeans on just like anybody yeah. else. <laughs> and so that's pretty inspiring stuff, man. Um, give, me, give me some background on what you guys have learned from each other in this. <laughs> that maybe you didn't know about it. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe, yeah, or maybe your personality or maybe something you didn't know about each other prior to, I mean, you're walking every day. Yeah. I mean, he's always known that I'm not a morning person, but yeah. you definitely notice it a lot more when you're waking up in the morning and have to pack up a tent and stuff. And like, That was said, the biggest thing. Yeah, and that's kind of fine now, but at first he said I would just kind of wander around the campsite. <laughs> yeah, it'd be, I'd wake, I always wake up earlier, so I'm up at 6, 6.30, packing stuff up, say, hey, you watch the dogs, take your time. But when we first started, like the first month, Grace would be walking around in circles around the tent. <laughs> going like this i'm like what are you doing let's get going and uh we figured it out within a month or so yeah. we, we never really have fights um no. like what we do is if we're having a discrepancy <laughs> i guess is take five ten minutes of silence and then but it's that usually feels like a lifetime i mean that feels like a very long time and it's usually me being like all right let's get our feelings out there what's bothering you let's figure it out sometimes if we're walking and i, I like well pick Nemo and walk behind him and he obviously notices that and so he'll make us stop on the side of the road and be like alright let's talk about it like what is going on right now I'm like you're not being very nice <laughs> so, so for our audience that may, may or may not know somewhere along this path you guys got engaged so yeah. give us a little background on that yeah so I mean Obviously, I, I flew to Iowa and convinced her to move to Cal. I knew. I mean, I knew the day. He would have proposed to me the first day, but I told him my parents would think he was crazy. Oh, yeah, they were freaked out. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I had the ring. I almost buried it in the desert, which thankfully I didn't because we didn't find one spot. And then the other two spots, uh, coyotes got into. So I'm glad I didn't do that. And then I asked her, like, hey, you know, when would you, like, and she's like, never do it on my, don't do it on my birthday. So my I'm birthday's like, my birthday. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. Um, and then the following day, I was like, man, this day, it'd be cool to give her two really good days back to back. And uh, some, somebody who we met through social media who came out to also do like Trent. a video, Trent, do a video for us. He was out there and I'm like, I'm going to do it. If he drives his car by, he was doing some drone footage. I said, if he drives his car by to get another picture. And so he came back around. And I started freaking out, and he was like, hey, I forgot to do an intro. Yeah, so he started explaining, like, what we wanted to do. And while he's talking to us, Matt opens up Timmy, which is our cart, and he <laughs> opens it up and starts <laughs> taking things out and putting things on, like, emptying this bag. And I'm just thinking, Matt, you are being so rude right now while this Trent is trying to tell us what to do. Like, he's got somewhere to be. He's trying to record this. And Matt's like, stop, st like, just dumping out, not even thinking. It's his own tunnel vision. Yeah, and I had the ring down there in my winter leg liners in the bottom of my clothes bag <laughs> and did it outside of Aguila, California. Was that no, Arizona? No, Aguila, Arizona. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I knew he was going to propose on the walk because before we left, he kept saying, it's going to be something no one's ever done before, which, I mean, I figured it was probably the walk, but I just didn't know when. Yeah. I had it like I had an inkling that it was somewhere in the car, so every now and again I just kinda look at the car like <laughs> I wonder where it is. And so you said yes, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, and she actually it shows how our relationship is. First thing she did, she got all nervous and she gave me like a bro high five. She's like, Yeah, bring it in here. I was like <laughs> I get really awkward. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> 
That is so awesome. So, okay, so let's, let's fast forward a little bit. So I, I know through the world of social media, most of the time people just see the goods, the highs, the, they kind of live, a lot of us live vicariously through people on social media. And so because of that, all, time, all, all you see sometimes is the highs. Give us a little background on some challenges you guys have faced. What have been some hard times you've had to get through that maybe you didn't expect? I mean, we try really, really hard to be as authentic as we possibly can be on our social media. And so there have been times where we post and we're like, we're not having a good day today and we don't know why. And I think typically it's not even really that the walking's hard. It's just like, I don't know. It's just the, the longevity of the walk itself. It's not like a two a two-week hike or something, you know. It's... And yeah, we're in hotels and stuff sometimes, and sometimes days are easy, but the longevity, you know, we're over four months in, there are certain days that it's, it's harder to get through, you know, it's raining or cold, and, um, but, I mean... Well, and it's not, we were talking about this earlier, it's not just walking, I mean, it's both of us, we yeah. have two dogs, we've got, you know, I still work, we have our stuff we're doing for Time in a Bottle, we have our content we're yeah. trying to create, which is awesome, and then with our social media blowing up, it's just a lot, it... Every, it feels like every two weeks, something huge gets added to the mix that we're trying to balance. And so that's the biggest yeah. thing is just balancing yeah. all these. Yeah. But we haven't had any like moments that were like, man, we're going to have to quit the walk or. Besides, <laughs> raise my hand. <laughs> Besides in the mornings when it's cold, I, I have cried a few times because I don't do well in the mornings, like I said, and when it's cold. <laughs> yeah. So. So you're walking, just for, for our audience reference, what, what are you trying to walk a day? How many miles? 15 to 20. Yeah, we a, we're averaging 18 miles a day. Our highest is 35 miles that a day. That was an accident. Completely by accident. Um, <laughs> How did you do that on accident? Oh, that, I mean, that story that would take an crazy. hour to tell you, but we took a, couple, took a couple wrong turns. Well, it, that was ban the day yeah. we were leaving. Ban so we were trying to leave Banning, California, and I don't know what was up with this town, but it was, like, impossible to escape. And so we were taking the Google Maps route and then going all these back roads and stuff, dirt roads, and we get to this one spot and there's a fence, and we're thinking, and eh, normally we'd probably, like, now we'd probably hop the fence, but at this time we're, what, seven days yeah, in? Yeah, days up, yeah. So we decided not to do that, so we went back up. Then we went to um, an Indian reservation. We were trying to get through there, but especially with COVID, they weren't laying through. And Matt isn't always necessarily yeah. very good at wording things. Yeah. <laughs> and he walked up to this gatekeeper and said... I felt intimidated, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, well, it did not. As soon as the words came out, I was like, we're not getting through there. He went up. And he said, I don't know what the deal is around here. He's like, but I was like, oh, my God. I immediately regretted it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he didn't mean to say it like that. But anyway, she told us we had to go back to this one road and that if we took a left, we'd be able to get through. But I was like, I'm pretty sure that gets onto the interstate. And if you've been to California, you do not want to walk on the interstate in California. And so we were like, okay, I guess we're going to go. We saw this one homeless guy who was walking on the interstate. So we thought, well, I'll just follow him, I guess. <laughs> and so we just started following him and we got to a way station. And this is a whole other issue, but we couldn't find a single sheriff or anyone working at this way station. So we tried to find someone to talk to, but we couldn't. And so we were like, okay. And so we just kept going. And then there was a bridge where Timmy, our cardigan, barely fit on, like, I mean. Yeah. We ended up sprinting on the I-10 because there was, like, no shoulder there. And I 
Grace was probably running like a 4 4 40. I told her, like, she was sprinting big. I've never time. run so fast in my life. While we were running, I said my cross country coach would be so proud of me right now. See, we're barely into the story. It's going to take like an hour to go. <laughs> I know, but we'll speed up a little. And then we, we, saw, then we got through. We saw uh, dinosaurs in Cabazon. And then we kept going. We saw the White, ri- White River? Yeah, yeah. So we're going up. And at this point, we were like 20 ish miles in. Yeah, yeah. And there were campsites everywhere. I mean, there were literally so many spots we could camp. But I felt great. So I was like, let's just keep going. I'll push Tammy. Yeah, Grace, you were fine. killing it. Though. Yeah, yeah, I just felt really good. So we kept going, but we ended up we got on to the top of the hill, and it was a bunch of um, windmills. It was like the largest wind farm in the in, North America. Or I think something. so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so we were there, which is obviously very windy. So trying to camp there was not working. At this point, Matt's really hangry, and we do not hangry. do well if we're hungry. Like, yeah. It's really bad. And we're trying to set up the tent. The tent's just slapping me in the face. Over and she and over was handling like a champ. I mean, I'm like freaking out. I'm super hungry. And this tent, it's super windy, 30 miles an hour. And it's slapping her in the face over and over again. And she's just like, okay, this isn't working super calm. I'm like, wow, that's really impressive. <laughs> yeah. So we packed up, started walking. I think you ate some corn nuts. So we kept walking. And then... Um, we decided to go Facebook Live while we were looking for a camp spot, which is a horrible idea, especially when you first started, because the only people on your Facebook Live are, like, parents and Way stuff. too many moms on there. Yeah, that. and so they're like, you need to go to a hotel, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And so the clo- we decided, okay, whatever, we'll go to a hotel. But the closest one was six miles away in the opposite direction of where we needed to go. But at this point, it's whatever. So I just book it, and I don't know, it looked like a fine hotel. And so <laughs> we're walking. At this point now, I'm not even doing Like, we both just want to be done. And we're walking, walking. We passed a gas station. We were going to get cold beverages, but we decided there will probably be a gas station once we get closer. Keep going. Then there's these houses. And all of a sudden, we hear this super, super loud music. And we're like, no way. That's not coming from our hotel. It's fine. It's probably a house party or something. So we keep walking, keep walking. Oh, it's definitely coming from our hotel. We go up. We knock on the door. This lady opens the door. The weirdest. She's like, hello, welcome. It was... (laughs) just a weird movie scenario and so I walk in it is an adult only hotel <laughs> it's like there's, there's two couples in the pool making out and then she's like oh there's a keg and uh, it's not just a keg it's filled with uh, marijuana punch and we're like, <laughs> like oh my gosh and so we go in we get in I go back because I went in alone Matt stayed out with Timmy and Foxy and so I go out and I'm like Okay, and there's no way we have to like lift Timmy up, go around the corner, all this stuff. We get in, we get into the room, shut the door. I just start crying. I was like, I'm so sorry, I booked an adult only hotel. <laughs> and there were no cold beverages nearby. We ended up ordering Del Taco, which was good. But. It, was good it was good fruit punch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was good. <laughs> but, yeah. I bet it was. <laughs> it was a long day. Yeah. We'll have to go back there when we can really enjoy the. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> well, so you're, fill us in, like, just for our audience again. Where are you at in the journey right now? How so, many days? Yeah, so we're... Day 101 of walking. Day 101 walking. Um, about 18, over 1,800 miles in, little under 1,000 left to go. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. So what kind of, what kind of traction are you getting right now? What kind of shoes are we talking about? How many pairs of shoes? Um, I just got my fifth pair. We do hokas. <laughs> yeah, so we're wearing hokas. We go through a pair about every five, 600 miles. So I'm on my fourth pair. Grace just got her fifth. And 
Yeah. Those are the best shoes. Hoka's are, are the nice. best. Yeah, yeah, they're awesome. And that's not a paid advertisement. No, that's not no. sponsored. We, no, just, we just love them. <laughs> I wish it was sponsored. <laughs> yeah. So, so have you had any um, any homesick feelings since the journey started? No, I mean, not we have such a good time together, and we got Foxy and Nemo, and we always have a good time. We call our families. So. Yeah. So, so give our audience a little idea of when you're traveling, who's with you. You mentioned the dogs. Yeah. And you've got your carriage. Walk us through what all you carry. How much. How much poundage do you have? Um, at the beginning of our trip, water's the heaviest thing. So it was, uh, you know, it's like eight pounds, eight pounds for a gallon of water. So we were carrying five gallons at certain points in time just to make it from one point to another. Um, but right now it's weighing right around 100 pounds. You know, we have our sleeping bags, tent, um, tarp Well, food. once we got Nemo, the dog food. More Pound dog food, up. yeah. <laughs> so you got you got Nemo on the journey, right? Yeah, she found us in the national forest in Arizona. <laughs> yeah, so tell, we us, said, that, tell us that story. So you woke up and the dog was there. Yeah, well, Matt, like we we're saying, I don't like the morning. So Matt got out of the tent and he was just kind of sitting there relaxing, and something bumped the tent, and I thought he threw something at the tent, and so I was like, I'll get up when I want to get up, type thing, and. Um, he was like, it wasn't me. And then all of a sudden I heard him say, there's a dog, a dog, a nice dog. And so obviously I got out of the tent because I love dogs. And so we got out of the tent and Nemo was there. Yeah, Nemo was there and she looked like she'd been out there for a few days. We didn't know what was going on, whether she ran away or was astray or someone dropped her off. So She was like the perfect dog I've been dreaming about. Yeah, blue eye, brown eye, perfect size, working dog. And I'm like, okay, I can't guarantee you we can keep this dog. We don't know what's going on. So we went to the other side of the road, and we called it Nemo because our tent was Nemo, not for finding Nemo the fish, but our yeah. tent was named Nemo. So Matt was like, we're going to pray on it. We're going to wait for 30 seconds. If the dog comes, <laughs> 30 then... seconds. That's what yeah. I, I said. I said, all right, God. We prayed on it before, and I said, all right, God. 30 seconds. If the dog doesn't come, I'll know the dog's not supposed to come with us. It came running right over, right around the 30-second mark, got right on the leash. We Probably. walked it into town. Made sure it wasn't microchip. Checked the missing boards. Yeah, we gave our number in case anybody came back looking for the dog, yeah. which is a whole different Yeah, story. that was a whole other ordeal. But, um, yeah, and she's been walking with us since. So she's yeah. went through half of Arizona, New Mexico, Texas, Oklahoma, Arkansas now. <laughs> she's a beast. Yeah. <laughs> How's, how's their feet holding up? I've seen some videos with shoes. Good, and good. She does not. We got her, like, the booties that wrap, and she hates those. But we got her, like, the mushers wax or whatever. Uh -huh. And then we just good. got her these rubber booties, which we put one on. She doesn't seem real thrilled, but we're just going to try that one out. Yeah, but. <laughs> They're holding she, up well. Yeah. She'll get done. She got done at a 27-mile day the other day and was sprinting around the campsite. So she's she's doing pretty good. Building yeah. up calluses, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I got a question. You can't get this one wrong, especially tonight. What's the favorite um, town you've been through so far? Russellville. <laughs> no, it really has been yeah, amazing. It's been I awesome. mean, <laughs> yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> yeah, we got a Christie's like Miss PR here in this whole deal. It's been awesome. We were talking about days. that earlier. We're like, we feel so welcome. Like we've lived here forever. It's yeah. so fun. It's we're like, we want to hang cool. out with you guys more. <laughs> like, it's <was> great. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so tell us why. Is there something special about Myrtle Beach? That's where you're headed. Oh, is so it? random. I mean, <laughs> everything we do is random. I mean, we we chose Huntington Beach because her dad was from there and hadn't been back. Well, he in wasn't years. from there, but he lived, lived there, there up until he was 12 because his he, his parent or his dad was in the military, and that was like his favorite spot that he was ever stationed at. And I knew he'd never been back, but that was like the one place he always talked about growing up. So 
I knew if we chose that spot, he would for sure fly out there and be able to go back. So that's why we chose there. But then Myrtle Beach was Then we just looked at just a map and drew a line straight across, and Myrtle <laughs> Beach was around there. So. And everyone's commenting, like, don't go to Myrtle Beach. We're like, well, that's what we're doing. <laughs> that's funny. So, um, so you've met a lot of people on the way. Mm-hmm. I saw a post, I think, a while back. You know, a lot of people think that America, there's some troubles going on, and people are mean or whatever. Mm-hmm. But you've, you've come across totally the opposite mentality oh, yeah. from, from your post and what I've seen. Yeah, even people who have been like, I don't know, kind of standoffish at first, um, we always just come back to them and say, hey, you know, we're, and we are, we're sorry you feel that way, and here's what we feel about whatever you've said. And it's been really cool because we've had people respond and say, hey, I'm sorry for what I said to you, and um, I think it's really cool what you're doing, and I've, you know, changed my opinion or something. And it, that's one of the things is, like, if our positivity and stuff can, even if someone was maybe grumpy or something at first, if it can just make someone a little bit happier and then they can take that into their life and spread that happiness, like, I mean, that's just a crazy domino effect that would be so cool to yeah. Can you, can, you, can you give us an example? Like, what do you mean by somebody saying? Like, well, that's that's more social media, right? Yeah, more yeah. social media. But just how well, we, even when people have, like people think we're homeless and are kind of rude <laughs> or something, and then we 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 have had numerous times people come up and bring us money and say, "Here you go, you need this," and we say, "Thanks for your donation." And, and, and we used to have stickers, so we'd give them a sticker, and then they'd be really confused because like, why are these homeless people giving us stickers? <laughs> but. Uh, but you can just kind of see in their minds. I don't know. I feel like maybe they take a step back and think like, oh, I was quick to judge. And I just, people are so quick to judge. And it's just so important that, I don't know, you're not quick to judge. We're all humans. Yeah. And one of the things we do too is, I don't know how, what the number is, but we wave at pretty much every single car we pass. So, I mean, our arms get tired sometimes. <laughs> yeah. We're waving every Especially single time. Especially on the interstate. <laughs> um, Something to do. But that's one of the things too, you know, with just like spreading positivity. If, someone's having a bad day and you wave at them, maybe that's all they needed to have a good day. Right. Um, I like wa- when we're dancing on the side of the yeah, road. Yeah, we dance sometimes, blast the tunes. But, uh, yeah, our big thing is just spread, spreading positivity. And if you can do it a little bit here and there, if that person does a little bit here and there, it goes a long way. Yeah, that's awesome. So, let's, let's talk about fears for a minute. Were there fears going into this idea of walking the country? And then also within the walk, have you experienced any any type of fear or safety issues or wild dogs in Arkansas? <laughs> <laughs> we have had wild dogs. Um, I was kind of scared to stealth camp, which is just, you know, like finding a spot that you maybe shouldn't be camping, but just throwing up your tent. Um, but I actually ended up sleeping kind of the best when we stealth camped, to be honest. But I, he's 6'5". I don't really have a lot to be scared of next to him. Got, we've you got beast. Bear, we've got bear spray and a taser if someone wants to come <laughs> up. I mean, uh, I'd, I'd rather it not happen, but if it does, I, we feel comfortable. And it's one of those things, too. We feel like we're doing the right thing and we're, we're trying to do the right thing that you just have to trust the process. I told Grace's dad that if we were scared of anything, we probably wouldn't be doing it to begin with. Um, there's no reason to be scared. It'd ruin our whole idea and our whole everything we've learned throughout the trip yeah or like there will be times where we're going into a city and people say hey you need to be careful this is a big city um you know you just need to be careful of your things blah 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 and i think there have been times like when we were first going into oklahoma city and people were kind of warning us of that that we found ourselves kind of you know looking at people and we took a second and we're like hey why, why yeah. are we looking at these people like that's not us that's not how this is like we can't yeah. you can't let those thoughts get into your head you got to shut them down because i don't know it just, yeah, it's just not who we are. No. I mean, yeah. It's just crazy what a smile can do to someone, even if you oh, think they're a mean person. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So, so let's fast forward a little bit. When you get through this trip, 
What does the future hold for you two? Is this something you're going to continue with? Or are you going to start walking across water? <laughs> I think we're good on the walking part for the most part. When we first started, we said maybe we walk up to Canada, but I think now that's, we're out on that one. Um, but we have a little secret plan that involves us and a bus. Yes. Yep. Very cool. Yeah. So travel's definitely. Traveling right. for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And obviously you guys are connected to a great cause. Yeah. And, and there's nothing more inspiring for us in an audience seeing you guys. Um, really having fun but sacrificing and what we call living your passion you guys are doing that yeah every single day and so i know it's inspiring for us cody you got any thoughts over there no i'm loving it you're just <laughs> over there I'm listening you're just mixing and listening right <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's been awesome man having you guys in like we've got to hang out the last couple of days briefly and i feel like we've known you guys forever and i feel like that's a common threat you know kind of thing with everywhere you guys go People just feel like they know me. I think that speaks to your authenticity of how you guys operate. And um, I want you guys to know how much we appreciate that. And seeing you guys, you've inspired us for sure. Um, I mean, I, I told them already, I'm already wanting to travel all 50 states, but I ain't walking. <laughs> We're going to take a bus or a plane or something. But um, what, are, what are some things... Um, that you know you guys get a lot of questions a matter of fact i asked her I said, i'm assuming you get a lot of the same questions everywhere you go she sent me four pages of <laughs> frequently asked questions and so i want to jump just through um a couple of these here i'm not going to obviously waste a whole bunch of time but how did you survive the desert it looked unbearable um, we ended up having a pretty good time, actually. Uh, there were some times where we'd be, like, screaming songs and stuff. Where we wouldn't see anyone forever. And then there was one time we hadn't seen anyone for so long, and a car went by, and we waved them, and then we didn't, they didn't wave back at us. We were like, are you kidding me? It was our first human interaction, and they didn't even wave back? Like, don't you think it's weird people are walking on the road in the desert? <laughs> they didn't care. And that's actually one part that I feel like we've grown. At the beginning of the trip, you know, we'd get super upset. When someone wouldn't wave back at us, we'd be like, come on, man, how can you not wave back at us? <laughs> and now we're to the point where, and then it reached a point a couple months in where we would wave, they wouldn't wave, and we're like, we don't like that, but have a great day. Yeah, like, we started changing our mindset. We don't like mindset. that, but have a great day. And now it's to the point where, hey, that's all right. Okay, we'll wave at the next person. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so next question. What do you talk about? all day every day walking just you two cold, <laughs> i'm a chatterbox cold beverages food <laughs> <laughs> our plans uh brainstorming things i i talk like crazy i mean i can literally go from one topic to the next i don't even need matt to respond so <laughs> trace will go from food to something to drink to staying in a hotel room to hey where are we going to camp to hey look at that animal oh wow look at that car driving by that's a cool bus wow look at that trailer <laughs> <laughs> okay so we've, we've kind of already hit some of these but um here's one have you lost weight since you started when we first started, definitely, when it was really, really hot and we were sweating all the time and when there weren't as many resources, but now everybody's been giving us cookies and stuff. I think we've been gaining weight. <laughs> we've been eating really well through Oklahoma and Arkansas. Yeah, I've had to cut back. <laughs> well, my pants are getting tight. Um, how's it been traveling with, with the dogs, the fur babies, as someone said? Good. Yeah, it's it's more good times than bad. I mean, there's times where the little, where Foxy, our teacup, Yorkie, will... She's a diva sometimes. She's a diva sometimes. Um, Nemo Nemo's, doesn't bark or anything. She's like literally the perfect dog. Nemo's awesome. 
Um, but no, it's, it's super nice, especially, you know, we talk to the dogs just like we talk to ourselves. I mean, we'll have conversations with the dogs sometimes. Just one big happy family. Yeah. I mean, at first it was just a hard adjustment to having, it, it's harder having to walk Nemo and then still being able to record and stuff because I lost a hand. Mm -hmm. But um, it's been really great. It's really fun. Yeah, yeah. Okay, here's another one. What did your parents think about this? I don't think they were that surprised. No. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, we're raising money from my mom's nonprofit, so she can't be that mad. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, get out of here, right? Yeah. Um, we've already talked about the scary, or mentioned it, but I want to mention it again. Has there been a scariest part of one of this journey, like one thing that was like a little sketchy? I mean, the scariest thing was honestly, it was towards the end of the desert stretch. So we were going from... <laughs> Um, 29 Palms, California to Parker, Arizona, and Lake Havasu is up there by Parker. And, uh, it was a Friday night. It was a Friday night. Everyone from California was driving over uh, to Arizona, and we had to walk to get to our next spot to get our water because we had no water, and that's where we, where we buried it. And we, it's two-laned road. We were walking against traffic, and this car passed a semi going about 90 miles an hour and was about a foot from hitting me. We both just and had this feeling like turn around. Yeah. And we turned around this car. I mean, it was right there and we just got over quick. Yeah, but that was the scariest moment, I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just, just cars in general sometimes. And we didn't want to walk at night that time. We needed the water, but we'll definitely never walk at night again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I always like to ask this question when we talk with people who are kind of living out their passion. What would you tell someone who's kind of on the verge of a major life decision, thinking about doing something maybe risky, maybe they don't know if they should do it or, or shouldn't do it. How would you coach them? You just got to go for it. Yeah. I mean, if your heart's telling you to go one direction. Uh, Which sounds like something that, like, seems like such a basic and it's hard information to, it's hard to, to do because you're going to have, usually when those points in life come, when you're, hey, I'm faced with these two choices, I really want this one you're usually going to have everybody else telling you do, to do this other thing. Like, hey, it's not, it's not responsible to sell everything and go walk across the United States. <laughs> what are you going to do afterwards? But, you know, if you believe in yourself... Believing um, in yourself is the biggest thing, even if nobody else believes in yourself. Believing in yourself will take you so, so far and doing the right thing. Yeah, just doing the right thing is, is really the biggest thing. If you're doing the right thing, if you're trying to grow, if you're trying to spread positivity and happiness, just go for it. Do it. See what happens. Yeah. You'll get more support than you realize, even if you don't have a lot at first. Absolutely. I've, I've always heard the statement, you know, spend your money on experience, not on things. Yeah. yeah. And I think you guys are a, a prime example of doing that. Yeah, you just can't let fear hold you back. It sounds like something that... You know, people will say, well, that's easier said than done. But I don't know. The first time you get over that conquered fear or conquer that fear, it's crazy what that can do for you. Yeah. 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 Very cool. Cody, you got anything? Yeah, I was just curious about emotional experiences along the journey. Have there been moments where you just didn't feel like you could keep going because something happened or you just... Um, not not really that. I mean, I think the, there was a day when we both kind of broke down or you broke down the day before and then me the next day. And it was, we were stuck in Cole's Lodge. There was a snowstorm in the mountain pass we were in. Um, and we were in this room. And Grace, we both kind of had the same experience, I think, of we knew we were doing the right thing. And that was about a month, month and a half in. We knew that we were doing the right thing by trying to help out time in a bottle and stuff. Um, but I, I was, and Grace, a little bit lacking that connection. And so we, we knew we were doing the right thing, but we just didn't feel like we were having that direct contact with people. And 
like we both broke down like hey what what can we do to kind of we're just laying in the hotel room crying <laughs> yeah but it that i guess that didn't relate to quitting the walk mm -hmm. um it, it was, was more so of how can we get that connection to feel more empowered by what we're doing mm -hmm. we but, just like felt like we were working so hard and trying uh, yeah like you're saying do the right thing but we just weren't seeing that return or feeling we just love to talk to people and we were in the mountains and we didn't have that and so that was just really hard so we we're trying to figure out yeah. how to just get deeper connections with people when we couldn't actually see them or be with them which i think a lot of people could probably relate to with COVID and stuff is you can't yeah. talk to a bunch of people yeah. and so it's hard to find that human connection when you're stuck somewhere yeah yeah absolutely i want to we're going to get ready to wrap this thing up because we're fixing to have some live music by some very <laughs> talented people um, but in wrapping this up, obviously one of our goals here is to bring awareness, obviously, to Time in a Bottle and hear you guys' story. And the other thing is we are trying to raise money for a great cause. And so I don't, I've never enjoyed the process of asking anybody for a dime, but I love asking it for other people. <laughs> <laughs> and so I want to I just give our, our, our listening audience both, I mean, obviously across the country right now on this podcast, but live here in this audience as well. How can they connect with you guys, um, your social handles, so to speak? Um, I think most everybody in here is young enough to have social media, right? There's a few of you I know out there like, eh, I don't know. But give us just a quick, just a quick, how can we, how can guys contact you? How can they, how can they support the calls? Yeah, we'll so our social media across all, all accounts, including our website, is The Golden Road with two Gs. Um, and then the easiest way to donate is actually to go to timeinabottle.org and there's a donation button right there and you can help out a family. It's $840 to help one family. Wow. For, yeah. how, for how long is that? That's five, five cleanings. Five yeah. cleanings. Yep. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. And then the other thing we tell people too, you know, especially on TikTok or whatever, people like, hey, we want to donate money, but we can't do it. We're, what we're trying to do is alongside raising money and awareness, we're also trying to build a community, especially on our social media platforms of positivity, happiness, growth, and really, like we said, just waving at somebody, working on yourself a little bit. If you can't, if you can't donate, that's okay, but what, what can you do to spread some love? So, Absolutely. Yeah. That is awesome. Well, I want to, yeah, that's awesome. So real quick, I want to I wanna give a shout out, thank Doug, Stacy, you guys, everybody involved with the old bank. Um, I think it was whatever, $5 a head. And these guys are donating all of that to, to this cause. And then on top of that, here in just a minute, I haven't even told you guys this. We have a brand that we're in the preliminary stages of launching called Go Remote. It fits what you guys do to a T. And I've got 40 or 50 hats that we're going to bring up. We didn't have time to get them up here because we had a little bit of a change. Shift. Doug's okay with this. We're going to bring those up here in between the band, and we're going to sell those for 20 bucks a hat. They're sweet well, hats, nice. and, and every bit of the proceeds are going to go to well, your cause. Well, thank, thank you, guys. You. That's guys. awesome. And so you're going to want one of them, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know how much stuff you can carry along the way, <laughs> but <laughs> we can ship them to you or whatever. So we'll, right. bring, thank you. we'll bring those up here sweet. in just a few minutes, and if anybody's interested in those, we'll donate that uh, to the cause. So, man, this guy, guys, this has been incredible hearing their story. Uh, you guys are so inspiring. Can we give it up one more time for yeah. Matt and Grace? Yeah, thank you, guys. Hey, 
Russellville has been incredible. Yeah. I mean, it's been awesome. We talk about it literally like every five minutes. We're yeah. like, Whoa. wow, Russellville's been sweet. Wow, Russellville is awesome. Should we stay here like a week, two weeks? <laughs> I think you'll find some good company that would welcome you if you guys want yeah. this stuff. So regardless of that, if you ever are back in the area, you know where you can come. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is a pretty good place to hang out and, eat oh, yeah. and enjoy some good company and listen to some good music, which we're going to do here in just a few minutes. So we're going to wrap this thing up. Until next time, I'm Heath with the Tour 12 Podcast. Peace out and God bless.